Hello everyone, welcome to Getting Real. I am Basira. And I'm Kate. Getting Real is another podcast for millennial best friends talking about something with no real authority um, other than their winning personalities and infectious charm. This one's about movies. So join us as we discuss some of our favorite films and what they mean to us and dare we say the world at large. Hello, and you're back talking to us. This is getting real. You know who we are. We're not going to introduce ourselves. We're going to get through it. <laughs> Frankly, I'm shocked you've got this far. <laughs> and um, Yes, yeah, so we have gone through the drama category, right? We have gone through the comedy category. Now you're going to get a mosh posh of a different shit because that's exactly what the Emmys is like. <laughs> they only care about comedy. They only care about drama and everyone else. It's kind of a, a shit show. It's all over the place. Yeah. It's made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> exactly. We're going to quickly talk about limited and anthology series. Personally, this is a new kind of category. It's always existed, but not many people care because majority of those limited anthology series were on networks that people didn't have access to because we all had cable. Now, because everyone has streaming, most people know what these um, limited or anthology series are. So the nominees, Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and The White Lotus. Dope Sick is about the particular drug of Oxycontin. It's about the opioid crisis. crisis. And essentially how pharmaceutical companies convinced doctors that this was an addictive substance, it was, and so on and so forth. The Dropout one of the most most ridiculous, crazy modern stories about Elizabeth Holmes, um, who essentially created a company, well, a f- not a fake company, but like... The company was real. The product, the product was, was fake. fake. <laughs> <laughs> who is not on trial anymore, is currently still in trial, can't remember. I don't know what her deal is right now. I, yeah. think, I mean, she was definitely, I think they're in like, um, appealing. Yeah. <laughs> um, inventing Anna about another um, woman who's a <laughs> liar. Wouldn't um, it be lying? I mean, seriously. <laughs> man. I mean, let's just say real quick, the dropout, inventing Anna, and the Tinder swindler all came out at the same time, and I'm like, all I'm learning is that we shouldn't trust people anymore. That's <laughs> all that would help me. Um, inventing Anna about a woman who pretends to essentially be rich, swindles people out of their money, and is now, again, she is going through a trial and will most likely get prison time. Pam and Tommy about the famous Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee and their whirlwind romance and the, I believe, maybe first leaking of a celebrity sex tape in history. Kim Kardashian takes several seats. We did watch this one together. I didn't finish it. Did you finish it? I did finish it. Couldn't. I, yeah, it's not, I really liked it. I actually thought it was really beautiful, but I also am deeply in love with Lily James and Sebastian Stan, so... I'll watch anything that they do. And the last is The White Lotus, which Kate and I have both watched. She has finished it. I have not, so kind of the opposite of Pam and Tommy. Big fans of. The White Lotus is essentially about a ton of people with different storylines in a hotel in Hawaii. Yeah, it's a resort. A resort called, you guessed it, The White Lotus. Mm -hmm. Um, And there is a murder that eventually happens, and we essentially have to figure out who died and all that stuff. Fantastic actors for all these series and dope sick. We have Will Poulter, Michael Keane, and the dropout Amanda Seyfried. Honestly, there might be other people, but frankly, she's my standout. Venting Anna, we already talked about her, one of our favorites, Julia Garner. Pam and Tommy, Lily James, Sebastian Stan, Seth Rogen. Um, and then the White Lotus, we have Alexandra Daddario, Connie Britton, Sydney Sweeney, 
And so, yeah, stacked cast for all of those things. I don't feel super strongly about this category. I would like to see... I, I would assume that either the White Lotus... Pam and Tommy is not going to win is essentially what I'm about to say. Pam and Tommy is not going to win. All The rest of them have a pretty good chance. I think it's more likely that the dropout would be Inventing Anna. I think Inventing Anna might be at the bottom of that. One thing I will say about Inventing Anna, even though I have not watched it, deeply quotable. Yeah. Deeply I mean, quotable. what a what a wealth of gifts. I mean, seriously. <laughs> um, and what an, a bizarre accent. Yeah. Really like, fun to do. Yeah. Though. New York and German and like some little bit of like French. It's so it's a All very weird place. accent. Uh, um, we got nominations. We'll just start with like Dope Sick, which we haven't seen, but we'll say Dope um, that Michael Keaton, Caitlin Dever. Dever. Yeah. Dever. She's fantastic. She's mm-hmm. in a lot of stuff. Yeah. She's doing well. And Mayor Winningham, a personal favorite, who was also um, Tony nominated this year. Yes. And just married Anthony Edwards. Okay. Yes. Of also Top Gun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I love Mayor Winningham. I just, I'm very fond of her. But we haven't seen these performances, so we can't speak to them. Danny Strong did get a nomination. He's one of my favorite yes. actors slash writers. Mm-hmm. Really cool to see. I mean, it's a, obviously an important story. We'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the list. Yeah. I have to say about the dropout that um, Amanda Seyfried deserves to win. Mm-hmm. It's her best performance, what she did with her voice, what she did with, like, the physical acting elements because um, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Holmes is such a weird person. And she was able to give her, like, the way that she ha- – there's, like, a bit where she she dances to music, like, to get herself pumped up. And the way Amanda Seyfried does it, like, she is – I'm so proud of her. I've just loved her for so long. But Naveen Andrews didn't get a nomination. I think that's one of the great snubs. He plays Sonny Balwani, mm-hmm. who is the um, – her lover slash perhaps perpetrator, like, yes. co- <laughs> a co-conspirator. Um, and he deserved a nomination, too. But I'm just very, very fond of – Amanda Seyfried, so it is worth mentioning before we move on mm-hmm. that the dropout, it was good only because Amanda, uh, Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried really carried the hell out of it. Yeah. Um, there's also a really great um, supporting performance, I think, from Stephen Fry, who's a personal mm-hmm. favorite of mine. Yeah. All right, back to my tirade. Go on. This category is bullshit. When I list for you the other eligible series for this category, we're talking... Under the Banner of Heaven. We're talking scenes from a that marriage. That was eligible? Yes. Oh. We're talking The Staircase. When I'm telling you right now, I'm kicking out Pam and Tommy again. Really liked it. Fine with that. I'm kicking out Pam and Tommy for Under the Banner of Heaven. I'm kicking out Dope Six, so that way scenes from a marriage can have one. I loved Under the Banner of Heaven so much. We Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Andrew Garfield did get a nomination for lead actor. Good for him. Duh. Duh. <laughs> but... I loved Scenes from a Marriage yeah. so much because that very much was more so of an anthology series than like limit than limited. And that it is about it's starring Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac. They're the only people we see except Famous for Famous Arm Biters. Yes. Oh my god, they're such an attractive couple, but obviously married to different people. <laughs> um and they play they're just scenes from marriage. It's when their marriage is at a good point, you know, and all that stuff. And then when it falls apart and then when they realize maybe they've made a mistake and then realizing that they didn't make a mistake, it's so well acted. And I think I can't speak really to the writing. I don't think the writing is necessarily great, but I think the performances of Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac, I cannot ignore. And I'm so upset that that was eligible for this year and this season. And both Under the Banner of Heaven and Seeds for a Marriage are nominated. I also really like The Staircase, mainly because I just love that 
true crime. Um, it's essentially about a man who was convicted of murdering his wife that fell down a staircase and died. I actually know someone that worked um, in the same office as his defense attorney, and I have a little bit of insight, but things I can't share, um, just because I, not because I can't, just because I don't want to. Um, I didn't watch Scenes from a Marriage, but um, Jessica Chastain starred in a very similar movie, where it's like a very interesting, it was called The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby, yes. where she, um, it was her and her husband, and that is played by James McAvoy, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Um, but it was really interesting. There's two movies. There's his and hers. Mm-hmm. So, like, his perspective and her perspective. Um, but very, very cool. Very similar to Scenes from a Marriage. Yeah. Jessica Chastain is just one of the best actors of our generation. Seriously. Finally got her Oscar. Mm. Shout out to you. Wish it would have gone to Kristen, but honestly, good for you. Yeah, and Tammy was not her best performance. It wasn't. But it, I'm happy she But it was a good one. Um, and another nomination that I'm really happy about for this category and lead actress is uh, Margaret Qualley for Maid. I thought she did an absolutely fantastic job. I didn't necessarily love that show, but I thought she did an absolutely incredible job for a person and she's, getting, she's not like super young, but like for a person who's never known that type of life of being poor or being a mom and like still did such an amazing job portraying that character. So shout out to her. It was a really underappreciated series. Yes, I, I agree. Um, Shocking was a nomination for Sarah Paulson, but frankly, the Emmys love Sarah Paulson, so she's going to get a nomination for no matter what she does. But she did get a nomination for Impeachment, American Crime Story, which mm-hmm. I watched the first episode of, but I don't know. I was technically alive when this happened, so I don't feel like I need to relive history. <laughs> yeah. Oscar Isaac was nominated for Scenes from Man. I know he was, but Jessica but, yeah. Chastain was not. Ugh. Yeah. Um, people really love Station Eleven. That's another one I've heard really I good things about, but I know haven't that watched one. it. That's not true. I did watch Station Eleven. Mm-hmm. I watched the first three episodes of it, and I really liked it. But frankly, it became super forgettable because something came out around that time mm-hmm. that took my attention away from it, and I didn't finish it. But I loved the first two episodes of that show. Like, loved, loved, loved it. Yeah. Um, we have to talk about the White Lotus. Oh. We have to talk about Sydney Sweeney and her moment. She's having. Um, I'm so happy for her. So much drama around Sydney's. Like people are really interested in her. She doesn't seem to know how to handle fame very well, um, which is sad and yeah. unfortunate because she's so very famous now. Yeah, she's so very famous. She's all very talented. Um, the White Lotus was so weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so fun. So we know at the start of White Lotus that somebody died, but we don't know who the whole time. Um, it has Jennifer Coolidge, who is just. I mean, who doesn't love Jennifer Coolidge, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, the White Lotus kills the um, supporting actress um, in a limited series. It's We have Connie Britton, Jennifer Coolidge, Alexandria Daddario, Natasha Rothwell, and Sydney Sweeney. That is ha- one, two, three, four, five out of the seven. Mm-hmm. So if they Crazy. lose, it'll be embarrassing. It really will. <laughs> um, but I think, it'll, I think it's probably going to go to Sydney Sweeney because people mm-hmm. are really... Um, just on that train in a big way, but I love Connie Britton. I love seeing her do yeah. um, fun stuff with it. We don't, so it's a mystery, but it's mostly a, um, it feels very, anthology se- series feels right because it feels anthropological. Yes, it does. You feel like Jane Goodall watching these apes. <laughs> yeah, it feels just like, like interact with each watching other on a resort. Um, watching rich people, mostly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, again, so many shows about rich people um, and how they're terrible. Yeah. People really love The White Lotus. I really enjoyed watching The White Lotus. Um, there's also, it stars uh, Murray Bartlett, who I 
love he's from looking if you've never seen the show looking Hmm. on hbo it was um it's like it's just a super gay show that like people weren't ready for (laughs) i feel like i remember it but jace jake lacy do you know who jake lacy is i know that name can you google his face right now because i know you know his his face jake lacy has really made an entire character like there's a character that I consider like a oh, Jake Lacey character. Yeah. It's a seemingly yeah. nice guy. <laughs> yes. He looks so nice. Yeah. He looks so nice. Um, I don't think he's nice. <laughs> like, like that's a character. No. Mm-hmm. And I love every time I see him, I'm like, what are you going to do next? You know, <laughs> Steve Zan has a fun turn in it. We have, um, Lucas Gage, famous, um, moment from Lucas Gage where he, got called out for having a shitty apartment in a Zoom audition. Oh, yeah, my God. Do you remember that? Yes. Um, It's just funny to me um, to see, like, young people. And it was, again, mostly women who were nominated. It feels very Mm -hmm. woman-focused. There weren't any acting nominations for for them. Um, It's a fun show. It was really interesting to watch. Um, It was fun to watch these specifically again the generational divides yeah there's a great like i would say like c plot it's like barely mentioned but it's really interesting about one of the teenagers gets there and he's like most teenagers these days through no fault of their own but like very attached to their phone and very interested in like video games and like a virtual world um but he finds himself without one and he's in Hawaii in like one of the most beautiful places in the world and he ends up disconnecting and unplugging, um, kind of not willingly, um, but you see him come. I don't know why that, like, really stuck out to me. Um, I guess I just often find myself thinking, what would I be doing right now if I didn't have a phone that I was staring at? Yeah. Because I obviously, like, you and I both had that. Like, there was a time in our lives we when didn't we didn't. And I was like, what, what was I doing? I can't even remember mm-hmm. now. Um, so I'm, like, always interested in, like, what would happen if somebody took this from me? I imagine I'd fill the time with something else. Yeah. It's just hard to remember what it would have been. I mean, like, I remember, like, when I was in high school, like, losing my phone a lot. Like, I lost my phone a lot. Sorry, Mom and Dad. And I remember for, I had a track phone for a little bit. And obviously I can't, like, do anything on that phone. And I was living in North Carolina where, like, I didn't have, like, a lot of friends, like, telling, like, picking someone up to, like, oh, let's go on a bike ride was not something you did, like, mm-hmm. with people you didn't know. I started, like, knitting. That's why I went to knit for the first time. My mom taught me how to do it. And then I just was like, yeah, this is something I do now. Never got good at it because I got a phone. But, like, <laughs> that's what I did. And, yeah, it is kind of weird to think about that. Yeah. But so there's, like, elements of the, you know, the point of a vacation, I think, like, certainly, like, a family vacation mm-hmm. is to reconnect with each other. Yeah. And to remove yourself from, you know, when you're in a family, you tend to have, like, separate lives. You know, you have mom at work, you know, or dad at work or whatever, and you have the kids at school and their friend groups, and everybody is so different. The point of a family vacations is to bring people together. And so to watch these people struggle to do that because... It used to be like, well, we've removed your friends and we've removed your school and we've removed the work and your coworkers. You know what I mean? Now we're like forced to spend time together. And yet we've all been in a room before and not together because we're sitting on our phones. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So like it, it's fun. It's an interesting way of looking at things. And it's also kind of just um, wild. Like it's crazy yeah. performances and they're doing crazy things in such crazy circumstances. <laughs> And you watch, like, people try to help and fail. Yeah. And that's always fun to think about because we've all done that. 
absolutely. And I think we're all trying to do that now. Like when you're really, I'm trying to make it better and you're just making it worse. Like cascading failures. It's, it's, oh, it's fun. You should watch it. I want to rewatch it. <laughs> what shouldn't be here? We said we would get rid of Pan and, Pam and Tommy. We would get rid of um, Only Murders in the Building, Mrs. Maisel, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. I would... I'd probably get rid of Stranger Things. I would get rid of Euphoria. You get rid of Euphoria. I'm, in I'm that cool category, that. I'm, I'd get rid of Euphoria. Um, I really hate The Morning Show. <sighs> Go off. <laughs> I hate it. I, it's It's such a... I understand the concept. Like, we were, like, peak Me Too. And Matt Lauer is kind of, like, loosely based on the Matt Lauer um, of it all. Or I guess you could also do the Terrible Man from Fox. He got a movie, though. He did get a movie. Um, But I just don't care about their lives. Like, I don't care. Um, I, I can believe that some men for so long mm-hmm. would harass women and yeah. think it was okay. And they truly believed it was okay. Mm-hmm. They didn't see it as harassment. Mm-hmm. They had been told that no doesn't necessarily mean no. Yeah. I get it. And I, I do have some empathy for men these days. I feel like it's difficult. You For so long, we were like, you should be warriors and breadwinners. And now we're like, you should talk about your feelings and you know, go to a therapist and they're like, what's happening? Open up to your partner. Right. I can understand how that's very jarring and it feels very sudden. We've mm-hmm. have hundreds of thousands of years of history that says that you should not be that way. Yeah. And having punished that kind of behavior to so switch it on them. I do have some sympathy. Yeah. It just doesn't extend to like full rapists, yeah. <laughs> you know. And, and so don't I don't need to keep making. I don't shows understand about why it. we're still making shows about this, about like the male perspective and the women who like help facilitate it because they wanted to protect themselves. Yeah, and I think that this is what we were talking about, like in the our first episode that we did on the Emmys about like what makes a good show. And one of the things I said is I'm like it's about your audience. I don't necessarily know the audience that like the morning show is trying to write for. And it seems to me, the more I hear you, because I have not seen the show, but it seems to me the more I hear about it, it's like, this really just seems like a show for men. And I have no interest Well, in... it's a show for men that's ostensibly for women. Yes. And it's like, that, but this isn't... Do- I've or, We have shows about that. that this has already been done. This is happening in real life. I don't need to be reminded by like people like this exist. And I think a good show is when you write... A sh- when you have a particular audience that you think of, but it still helps everyone else to watch it. Even if they don't love it, everyone else can still watch it and feel like they're learning something or thinking of something. It makes them think or makes them challenge themselves or makes them laugh or it makes them, you know, kind of any type of escapism. And I don't think The Morning Show does that, which is why it's not nominated for Best Drama Series. However, we do have a lot of actor nominations. I mean, for Outstanding Guest Actress in Drama Series, we have Marsha Greyheart. And she's a, she's a beautiful and wonderful and she should be. Yeah. <laughs> She is. I, I like her a lot. It was created by a man. Like, it reads like a show that was created by a man, and yeah. it was. Reese Witherspoon's nominated in the lead actress Shouldn't category. be. Barely in the second season. It, okay, if you're gonna give it to, because the two leads ostensibly are Jennifer, Jennifer. Aniston mm-hmm. and Reese Witherspoon, it should have gone to Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. If it was going to go to anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, supporting actor, we have Billy Crudup. And he gets, like, a very sympathetic, um, Billy Crudup has a really sympathetic arc, too. And I'm like, he's, like, one of the execs. Um, Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. It's it's very weird. It feels very like it's um it just feels like a men's apologist show through like with the guise of this is for women and it's about women and it's from like these women's perspective and yet the women are judged way more harshly. Yeah. I mean they're part in all of this and like I don't know if you can really hold women to the same standard as men when it comes to I mean obviously to, we all are in this together and we should be taking care of each other. But if you men created a doggy dog world, you don't get to get mad at the dogs, <laughs> right? Agreed. So I just don't. I, that didn't make any sense to me. I don't like the show. I've watched both seasons because I was like, I want to know why it bothers me so much. Yeah. I won't be watching a third. But the other thing that's not nominated for anything, one of my favorite shows, is for all mankind. Strong series, um, strong performances, really strong writing. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand. And also, it looks amazing. I think Apple TV is actually doing really, really good stuff. I don't think they're getting enough credit. Apple TV is the Adele and Netflix is like, or I would say HBO is like the Taylor Swift. Apple TV doesn't come up with a lot. But when it does, it's pretty yeah, it's fucking quality phenomenal. over quantity. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I and there's love... still a lot of quality on HBO. But it is a lot, yeah. it's a lot of content. Yeah, Severance yeah. Um, was the big one out of, and, and Ted Lasso are the two big ones um, for nominations, but, and they are very good. They also, of course, The Morning Show, which is not very good, mm-hmm. um, but we also have um, Bad Pachinko. Sisters. Pachinko didn't get any nominations. Mm-hmm. That was insane. Yeah. C didn't get any nominations, C but that's also a really cool, that's a really cool show. That's a very good, good show. show. That stars Jason that's- Momoa about... Um, very, very far into the future where if humans have evolved, where essentially no one's born with sight, everyone's blind. Um, and yet there's these two kids that are born with eyesight. And what does the world look like to them? It's really, I mean, it's really interesting stuff coming out of Apple. It has like the most avant-garde Agreed. kind of um, shows and mm-hmm. really also kind of surprising performances. Jason Momoa, I think that's his career best. Yeah, I agree. think. Agreed. Um, Joel Kinnaman, too, from For All Mankind. I think mm-hmm. that's his career best. So hot. Um, other things Shame. too. He's other stuff, but he's hot. <laughs> he's also hot. He's mm-hmm. professionally hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just I needed to say it. Ah, oh, for all mankind, I can't believe more people aren't watching. I know. I'm obsessing over it. I know. Some cool nominations that we have for this year. There is a category called Outstanding Character Voiceover Performance, and within those nominees is um, the man in the myth and um, the legend and very much missed uh Chadwick Boseman for what if um, posthumous nomination yes they're really just trying to forgive themselves for having fucked up the, the Oscars <laughs> I even talk about it it was so <laughs> the whole ceremony was geared towards like mm-hmm. it was basically an ode to Chadwick Boseman yes and then at the 11th hour and they even left it for the last category everyone which made no sense because like, it's always best picture yes and they're like here we go chadwick boseman big finish da, 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 da. and then it was like anthony hopkins anthony hopkins and then he like did a video call from like the middle of nowhere in england <laughs> you know he wasn't even there he, no, didn't, he yeah. wasn't there at the oscars he didn't do a video like acceptance speech until the next day because right. he wasn't expecting to win and he was like well, this is really awesome. Like, thank you so much. I'm so old. Like, this was really cool to do. No, seriously. And then he was like, so you know, I just also want to give, I mean, like, Chadwick was an amazing actor. And, you know, I this is, you know, shout out to his family. Not shout out to his family. I'm sure he said it in a more Welsh way. But, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, the rest of these categories, there's a lot of stuff. Obviously, we do a lot of 
reality television, competition television, um, pre-recorded television, live television, um, documentaries, um, short comedy variety series. We're not going to go through all of them, but we would highly recommend that you look this up. You can find the nominations, do a simple search on Google. You can find them anywhere and be able to go through them yourself. There's a few things I would recommend watching. RuPaul's Drag Race, obviously. <laughs> big fan obviously. of. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Queer Eye, big fan of. Fixer Up or Welcome Home. Again, I'm an HGTV um, whore. <laughs> Love that. It's a bit of a fixer upper. Um, and yeah, also anything with Jon Stewart, anything with Trevor Noah. John Oliver wins this every year. Yeah, he will win again. All in all, the Emmys is very close to the Grammys in which there's a ton of different categories. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot to go through. But we hope you enjoyed a little bit of a deep dive of learning a little bit about these, um, the bigger categories that you'll see throughout the night. Yeah. But thanks so much for tuning in. Um, uh, yes. We are going to very quickly give, right not now, not right now, hold your horses. <laughs> But we will be giving our predictions about um, the big ones. And maybe we'll do some of our favorite categories with things that we feel very strongly about as well. Uh Of who we think probably should win. Um, Ultimately, who will win. Sometimes it'll be who should and will. But sometimes it'll be who will and not should. (laughs) Thank you for That's how voting works. You know. (laughs) You know how voting works. It's often disappointing. (laughs) Often disappointing. But... Everyone we do a- it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the Emmys will be coming out on September 12th. Um, that is a Monday. I will be in Italy, so I will be trying to watch them, but I also canceled my YouTube TV, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thanks so much for tuning in. Please, if you have any suggestions for things we should talk about next, follow our Instagram. Let us know. We're, like, shooting in the dark here. <laughs> yeah, we have but no what idea we this is But think good. you guys want to listen to. We obviously love listening to ourselves. So we love talking about the things we love talking about, but if there's something you want us to get our take on, let us know. We will also be having our first guest episode very soon about some cool stuff. Like, cool stuff. It's just movies that we really love. <laughs> and as it just is a little... Listen, I'm, I'm just one for hints. Um, both of these movies start with a T. Oh, <laughs> but okay. thank you so much, everyone. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye.